Welcome to Occultist Anonymous, episode 39, Lady of the Lake. So yes, welcome back to Occultist Anonymous, um, brought to you by Roll20, Onyx Path, and viewers Here's like you. you. Um, yeah, very, uh, very special shout out to our patrons. You guys are awesome. Uh, we greatly appreciate Incredible. what you guys do. It's kind of ridiculous that there are 14 of you that um, actually support us. Monday. Okay, listen here. It's just silent. There's a little button. There, it, yeah, it's it's silent now. <laughs> Golly. And it's the same messages over and over. I don't get it. Uh, but yeah. Um, yes, thank you to our patrons. Um, back to my phone. Um, I'm, I'm going to add that, that sound now. I need to change it or something. Anyways, uh, but yes, thank you to uh, Alexander, Brandon, Claire, Danny, Giovanni, James, Josh, Catfeathers, Michael, Noba, Perry, Ryan, Samuel, Schmitty, and Thomas. Thank you guys for your support. Uh, if you want to do that too, you can come by patreon.com slash occultisanonymous and sign up. If you actually do the $10 tier, you actually have access to the notes that I make for all these different characters and stuff like that. And you can see the notes that they make on my notes, uh, which is really terrific. They're very good and totally in character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of them are. Uh, Weird's journals, definitely in character. Chris's yeah. notes, nah. nah. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of emojis there's a lot of emojis um and must ask him a question about his ex uh which i guess that might be in character anyways that would be in character uh when we last left uh the cabal had gotten back together um figured out what was going on with mammon shared their conspiracy theories and thoughts on what was going on uh they kind of hugged out some some tension that was there between songbird and weird but it's well, it's still there um atratus came out it. and messed with um well melted a <laughs> kitchen chair and then turned that into jewelry and i last i checked there's still a puddle of chair yeah i mean the, it would have solidified at this point there's just right. kind of like a disc yeah it's uh, probably pretty cool looking yeah um and uh yeah and then oh right weird decided to go into her own soul uh so which is where we pick up because let's be honest where else would we pick up um and yes so there is this uh this woman um blonde hair white kind of the peasant you know uh shirt kind of undone just a little bit the leather around the like we said tiefling Tiefling rogue if you're unsure of what we're talking about go put it in pinterest you'll figure it out real quick (laughs) um long skirt and she's got a torch and she's kind of stepping down uh you know along some rocks and coming down to this elf uh figure that is weird um and uh kind of you know looking down and you know holding the thing and kind of look you know she you know nudges some spear points away from you know, being right up in your face uh, and says, and who are you, little one? And like kind of extends a hand down to like help you get up out of the water and off the kind of muddy shore. So I reach up and take the hand and I say, I'm uh, weird. Indeed. Um, no, uh, yeah, yes, yes. I'm weird, in university. I, I meant it as a weird with the Y. Like uh, as my name, and like you watch as everybody kind of steps back, um, <laughs> you know, at the you know, <laughs> you you are fate, you are you know destiny and doom, um, and uh, you know they're they're kind of looking at you, um, 
and you're already picking up some anachronisms here. Uh, the clothing is kind of odd. The fact that they know weird and weird, you know, which one definition gave word gave way to the other definition. Um, but uh, and she looks down and says, well, very well. I'm sure you've come here for some reason. No chance you're here to save us in our desperate time of need. I um, maybe. It looks like I have uh, some things to clean up and conflicts to resolve. Did you cause this? Um, I don't know if there's a direct line between cause, like a direct cause and effect line, but I might be able to help. Help we can use. Um, and she kind of looks you up and down. And because if I remember correctly, you have like the Tinkerbell Peter Pan outfit. Oh, you do have your sword. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she kind of eyes that up and she's, well, if you're any good with that, uh, perhaps you'll slow one or two when we try to escape or something. I don't know. Come on. Um, and she kind of ushers you up, um, you know, past these like huts and stuff like that and kind of walks you up. Um, for those of you in Roll20, which is them, not you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just us. Um, you know, there's this huge sculpture statue well that statue um structure that has you know started to crumble and is you know showing some wear and tear some some you know awesome you know we'll say castle from you know a time long lost right um and dotted here and there in in and amongst it you can see what look like villagers and peasants and you know just kind of just normal workmen people um and she kind of leads you up she says we've been um, you know, hounded by the masked men and kind of points out towards, uh, with the torch towards this, from where you're sitting, this kind of sea of tents and cook fires and stuff like that, banners and pennants and stuff like that, an army sitting out there. And then she kind of points back, uh, with her torch back the other way towards this dark and foreboding kind of forest and the painted ones uh, that come from. And we live here in the middle and they are, they want to kill each other and we're in the way. And if we attempt to run to one or the other, we'll be cut down because the masked men think we're with the painted ones. The painted ones think we're with the masked men and we're stuck in the middle. So yes, if you have any brilliant help, we'd love to see it. I'm pretty sure that when the moon sets and the sun rises, we'll be killed. <laughs> no pressure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, who's? I'm assuming the, the masked men are closest? Uh, they're equidistant. Uh, okay. Yeah, because you can see, you know, battle lines out that way, you know, hedges of, you know, you know, like they're preparing to, you know, stop a cavalry charge from these little villagers. And then the forest is, you know, close enough that you could go get wood from it. But, you know, you're not they're not parked right up against it. I uh, I do not like the look of the woods. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. So I'm going to go towards the army, I guess. And, and you're uh, saying that or? And, no, like I, I just kind of look and like. No, and then look towards your army. Like, okay, I'll, I'll start there. Like, you're going to go 
Um, I'm going to try and see what I can do to uh, resolve some of this. So tell me about the masked men. Um, they want to stomp out anything that isn't them. They like will like the 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 two factions are forever at war as far as we can see. We're just in the middle. The masked men want to pave over all of this. They want to build their grand castles and their bastions. They want to have armies march through and conquer everything and rule everything and have total control. And these, you know, wild, manic, pixie and... I'm sorry, is pixie a bad word? No. Oh, okay. Uh, pixies and elves and other foresty beasts and savage unicorns and whatever. Um, every nightmare and dream you've ever heard of. And they just want everybody to be free and to throw off the bonds that bind them together. Man and wife no longer. Go be free and fuck whoever you want. And they're absolutely chaotic. Um, and they just want to, you know, everybody to cast off and um, get lost in a Dionysian Bacchanal. Um, so I'm going to take a sip of my emotional support tea. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to start with the masked man. We'll see what I can do there. Do you guys have a leader or are you it? I, yes, I guess I am it. Okay, um, well, so hunker down, try and leave an open space between the two groups in case they attack again, and I'll go see what I can do about the masked men. Okay, good luck, weird. And she kind of, you know, steps back and, you know, uh, and you can see, like, like I said, there's wooden palisades that are up here and there, and they're very shoddily put together. You can recognize some stuff where, like, there's drawers and, you know, like what used to be a cupboard has been absolutely just completely undone and just shunted and nailed up against to try and make these things. And it looks like, you know, what was a village has been basically converted into these battlements and stuff like that. Um, and she kind of, you know, motions for you to, yeah, head on, head on down. Um, good luck and kind of pats you on the shoulder. Okay. So uh, I'm going to approach the battlements. Okay. Uh, the uh, the mass men? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the mass men. Cool. Um, now you're walking out in the dark. Like I said, full moon, you can see pretty well. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Can I bore your torch? Well, this one's mine. But yes. Okay. Uh, and, and hands it to All you. Right. And she'll, you know, and she, you know, there's, you know, fires and stuff like that. So there's plenty of light here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I'm going to hold the torch aloft and like other hand up and I am walking towards the battlements. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And, you know, you make your way and it's a you know 15 minute walk. You know, there's this long stretch. You have 15 minutes of, you know, time to yourself, which I'm pretty sure right now is not the best. Uh, no, 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 not really. Um, and uh, yeah, as you get closer, you know, there's there's call outs and, you know, some some bells ringing and stuff like that and a section of and like i said this like extends as far as you can see out that way 
as far as you can see out that way. And it's just this, you know, oppressive yeah. curve. And behind you, you can see past the structure, the forest does the same. Um, and yeah, this section, you know, starts to come alight. You know, some torches are raised and stuff like that. Uh, so I call out Parley. 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 <laughs> as you wish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, out from, you know, this mingling mass that you can kind of make out just from glinting metal and stuff like that uh, comes this, you know, uh, it, it looks like a knight. Every, everything you would expect. Um, uh, well, a let, let, let us kind of tweak that more of a Roman knight. Right. Okay. Yeah. The, the cuirass and stuff like that. The big, you know, visor, uh, the, the Mohawk helmet. So I slept. Well, I'm good. This thing isn't working. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of comes out and, you know, stands, you know, and you feel like Peter Pan pose, you know, mm -hmm. uh, kind of looking out. And who calls for parlay? Weird the seer. And there's immediate rumbles of like, and, and a lot of like whispers and stuff like that. Who is that? Who, do we know that name? Do they? You know, um, and stuff like that. On whose authority do you come to parlay? Weird. This My year. own. And there's there's some like the fuck. What do you mean? It's their own authority? Okay. Um, well, very well. Approach. Okay. So I approach. Yep. Uh, and as you get closer, and you know the big stakes are easy to walk around. You know they're designed to stop a cavalry charge, not a person. Um, mm -hmm. And you come through, and there's a ring of you know soldiers in like not quite a full like phalanx because they're in among tents and stuff like that but they've got the big tower shields and you know spears are down and they're not you know tightened up but they're watching uh and their commander is just standing there you know weighing you know gold filigree and all these you know but it's all of um uh mask symbols and um you know blacks and blues and stuff like that and the now that you're a little bit closer, you know, this guy's got this, you know, great helmet. And it's got the big face mask. You have some, you know, just uh, expressionless man. Uh, and he pulls the helmet off. And, you know, it's a young guy who looks very much like Stephen Klein. Stephen Klein? Is that the right name? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Stephen Klein. <laughs> you're the commander here? I am the commander here, yes. Um, who do you take your orders from? From above. That's where I want to go. I don't think that's possible. You're not able to do that? No. Or you don't have the you don't have the authority to do that. No, the orders come from above. And like he kind of points straight up. <laughs> All right. And then kind of adjusts his to point out towards the moon. Okay. Um, how long have you been fighting and what are you fighting over uh, our ever glorious army is always fighting ever fighting conquering anything that stands before us why because that's what the orders say let me see these orders I mean they're literally orders they get passed down by messenger right so they're on paper parchment Vellum? No. Or just a messenger shows up I'm, and tells you? Exactly. 
messenger from on high shows up and gives us orders and then we march what form does this messenger take do they just fall out of the sky and occasionally but no mostly speaking talking birds ravens crows the occasional vultures so you're telling me that this entire army snaps to on the word of a bird. Oh, sure, but it's Birds a talking the word. bird. Sure, it's a talking bird. Mm-hmm. But it's just a it's just a bird. Well, I mean, yes, but it comes from on high. But, I love all of well, this so much. <laughs> yeah, lots of things come from on high. How, how many just, talking birds have you ever met that come, come from on high? Several, actually. And many of them were tricksters. That's the only justification you have for sending these people out to their deaths? I mean, is a talking bird told you to do it? Have you never questioned that? I mean, that that is what we do. We are raised and trained to go to war, and then we go to war and are, sell our but lives. But you never... Are you not trained to think? Oh, yes. To I, evaluate, I mean, to reason? Yeah, he kind of motions out, and you mm-hmm. see, do you not see our wonderful strategy here to keep them penned in? Sure, keep them penned in, but you don't just keep them penned in, do you? Oh, no, then we plot out strategy for charging and cutting down their lines. Based on the words of a bird. Or other messenger, but yeah, I mean birds, yes. Does does that seem reasonable to you? That a bird would come and tell you to do an attack and you would just go and do it? I mean, that's how it's always been done. (laughs) But think about it. I could appear as a bird right now if I wanted to, and I could tell you to not fight. Would you just not fight then? No, because you did not come from above. You came from here. You you walked from the structure. Okay. Do you have a catapult? <laughs> Watch yourself at the moon. Hold, please. <laughs> Do I say yes? Yes, of course we say yes. Of course I have a catapult. So I can launch myself in a catapult and a light on my feet? in front of you and say stop fighting and you would just stop fighting I would have come from on high but not from the moon how big is your catapult <laughs> I mean it's it's catapult size catapult okay um so like this is fairly terrifying for weird like that this exists inside her this regimented conquer everything sort of mentality mm-hmm. or philosophy. So she's like trying to put on a brave face, but she's kind of freaking out a little bit that this How's is something empathy? that's within her. <laughs> uh, my empathy is not awful. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to go with this. <laughs> uh, so has anyone ever been to the moon? No, orders come from down to us and how often do those orders come daily when is the next order due to come sun up when the moon sets and looking up at the sky how long is that going to be roughly i mean since you've been here the moon has not moved at all okay so it might have been a long time and it might still be a long time Mm -hmm. but you have until the moon sets to fix this What's that? Uh, 
the people said you have until the moon sets to fix this because they're both going to start fighting. Yeah. Um, I could fly. I don't need this distraction right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, how about if I make you an offer? That depends on the offer. For, for the time being, you stay behind your walls and don't leave them. And I'm going to go and see what I can do about what's going on in the forest. You are going to go speak with those freaks? Just like I'm speaking with you. Are you calling me a freak? No. Well, okay then. Besides, that's what our orders are anyways. We're here to hold this ground. So you you will just hold this ground, stay behind this wall, and you will not be launching any attacks until I return. Or until new orders come. I I want a little more assurance. If I'm going to be in there talking to them, I don't want you coming through and killing me by mistake. Or something. I mean, orders so are even orders. if new orders come, well, right, but when orders come, it takes you time for those orders to propagate through all of your troops, correct? Perhaps. Go ahead and roll. So go ahead and roll. Uh, presence sure. plus um, persuasion uh, at a minus one. Uh, okay. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was very well. I. I guess yes. Yes, it might take some time to propagate orders and spread them. So about. I'm just asking that you know those orders be conveyed in full in great detail and perhaps it might take a little extra time for those orders to reach he smiles he, he, fe he feels he, he recognizes a clever you know loophole and goes yes very well yes i believe that yeah if we are we receive orders to assault we should be very clear about them yes i think that's fair excellent okay thank you um and uh, i will return very well okay i'm getting the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> And then I you know, start heading towards the forest, and then as I get close to the forest, like, oh, shit, that's a dark forest. Okay. Full of chaos. Deep breath, and um, I walk Praise into the, the forest. And now, yeah. Are you carrying the uh, the torch? Because, and, uh, and by the way, uh, it, just in case you want to, like, because in order to go there, you're passing by all the villagers and stuff like that. Or you're just going to just yeah, yep. straight to the forest. I'm, I'm just going straight to the forest. Okay. And then what about the okay. torch? Sorry. I'm taking the torch with okay. me. Okay. Uh, so yeah. um, I want them to be able to see me. Yep. And so as you kind of walk towards the forest, you know, the torch lights up everything. And you can see this is a really, really nice forest. It's just really, really spooky because it's really dark right now. And your torch is, you know, of course, flickering, casting all sorts of shadows. The moonlight oh. is coming down, causing all sorts of, you know, other shadows. And as you're walking, like, Shadows are flickering, and then you're like, "Hang on, <laughs> that 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 was not my shadow. That was you know something else." And there's all sorts of stuff moving and circling, and you can hear you know bird cries and you know bats, you know, bat wings, and you know little whispers and little giggles, and it is it is absolute nightmare fuel mixed with okay. like happy giggly like nice fairies, and it's just like I love it. Yeah. I'm very into this. So so weird just kind of like stops and uh once you're in or just uh, kind of at the edge 
well, as I, as I'm like realizing what I'm about to get myself into, because this is really this is too real. Mm-hmm. Um, and just calls out from the edge of the forest. <laughs> I I don't think she can go in there. Hello, is there anyone there that will talk to me? And there is like a like burst of cacophonous sounds, all sorts of, you know, screeching, scattering, um, you know, like loud ogre bellowing. Like it is full of every and and like there's probably a part of Weird's head where it goes, oh, right. My out of control imagination. Just filling, <sighs> you know, um, and like ever so like out from the the gloom and darkness comes like this like painted up like amazon like centaur s right um you know she's you know all right we're this is a mature stream all right guys get over it so you know she's not wearing anything you know you know um but yeah (laughs) like and she is painted up like all over um and just you know kind of war paint, body paint kind of stuff and all sorts of vines and thorns and, you know, leaves and stuff like that. Very druidic kind of look. Um, and she's got like a, a bow held in one hand and there's a quiver on her back. Um, there's a like long lance basically strapped to her horse side that like in reach uh she she looks like a one man army one woman army one centaurus mm-hmm. army whatever <laughs> uh and you know kind of steps forward and it's kind of funny because like you definitely felt like looking in there these branches are really low even on you and they would have been really enclosed but she's easily double triple your height you know towering up mm-hmm. and has no problem moving through all these leaves and stuff like that like nothing moves out of the way it's just there's nothing in the way for her um she kind of steps forward and kind of looks down and says hello tiny one have you come to join our revelry um i i would love to join the revelry oh fabulous come on in then but wait 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 (laughs) i'm not done uh joining the revelry would be um wonderful but i i can't because there's some people here that are very afraid what are they afraid of well I point to the battlements. You know the forces arrayed behind the walls over there. Absolutely. And we will smash them when they come. Sure. And they have the same view of you, but there's some people that live in the ground between your two forces, and they're afraid. There's no revelry there. As they should. The soldiers soldiers feel revelry in the battle, in the glory, in the chaos of war. Um, And you're something similar for you as well. And the, there's revelries happening in the forest and you're enjoying the chaos of an excellent party. But these people are cowering in fear and they aren't able to partake in any of that. Well, they should not support the masked men. They don't support the masked well, men. Well, then they should come join us. They just wish to live their lives. But they can't because you and the masked men are fighting. I mean... I, and you can see like this complete lack of comprehension that like she doesn't understand somebody not taking sides. And she's like, just, just right. they, they need to join us then. Come, just come bring them over and they will be safe and we will guard them and protect them. And, you know, when the masked men come, we will stomp over them. 
but they aren't they aren't like you they could be and and perhaps they could be but they have lives of their own and they have revelries of their own and they have also order of their own um and the war between you and the masked men is interfering with their revelries and their lives now you don't like the masked men encroaching on your territory and interfering in your ways but you're encroaching on the ways of these people that live between you just like the masked men now Fuck yeah. in, enforcing your will on these people isn't that the same thing that the masked men are trying to do to you is that revelry oh we uh we hadn't thought about it that way before well, if they need our protection, then we will march out and protect them. I'm not talking about marching. They just want to live their lives. They don't want to have order enforced on them by the masked men, and they don't want to have revelry enforced on them by you either. They want to be able to partake of the joys of the revelry, but also have order and organization as they choose. Just like you wish to have revelry all the time as you choose, and the masked men wish to have wars, uh, um, wards and battlements and tents as they choose. They want both. You sometimes people like to have a little taste of this and a little taste of that. When you go to a feast, do you just eat one dish the entire time? I could, but I don't. You could. But you don't, because you choose not to. You like to sample the wide variety of the dishes that are set out on the table <laughs> and drink the wide variety of drinks that are available to be consumed because you enjoy the variety, correct? Yes. So you are a certain type of dish for these people. And Just they enjoy <laughs> tasting that dish, but they don't want to eat it all the time. Similarly, the masked men are kind of like another dish that the people like to sample, but they wouldn't want to eat it all the time. Does that help you understand where I'm coming from? I do. I, I, I understand. So we should avoid the villagers when we go to attack the masked men. That would be one way to do it, but I was... <laughs> What I was hoping for was something more. That you would stay in the forest and enjoy your revels and invite others to come and join you as they choose, but stay within the forest and not make more with the last men. And if you would agree to that, I am certain I can get the masked men to stay in their orderly walls with their soldiers and their armor and live the life that they choose without interfering with your revelries either. Then there is no need for war and the people that are trapped in the middle can partake of all the dishes that they wish and none would interfere with the other. This sounds really good. But how are you keeping the masked men from coming here? We were happy to stay in the forest and then they showed up. I have spoken to the masked men and they have agreed that until I return, they will not be attacking. If I can get an agreement from you that you will stay within the forest and have your revelries there, I am 
certain I can convince the masked men to stay behind their walls and not interfere. Then you will have your territory unimpeded by anyone trying to impose order on you, and they will stay in their territory. But I, I need some place to start, and I was hoping you would be the voice of reason in all of this. Um, go ahead and roll uh, persuade, uh, presence plus persuasion minus two. Presence plus persuasion two minus, minus two. two. Sorry. Ooh. Um, can I throw a willpower at that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so plus one. Here you go. Okay. Yeah. So with two successes, she kind of looks down and says, very well, we will be the bigger men and we will, you know, hold back our charge. But if they encroach upon those lovable, greedy villagers who want to sample everything, then we will come out and march and save them. Okay. For now, while I'm still talking to the masked men, I would like you to to agree to not leave the forest. Even if they march? Just, even if they march, because I'm going to stop them from marching, but even if they march... I'm asking you to please not leave the forest. If they reach the forest, have your way with them. But I'm asking you, until we finish these negotiations, to not leave the forest. Very well. Please. Okay. Um, I'm going to head back to the villagers. Okay. And as you you know head back to the villagers, that moon has moved like... Uh, it's, not oh. down, it's not down at the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but there is, you know, and you have a sense that like the moon didn't move until you looked up to check it, like on your way to the villagers. Like there was this, like you could, like the the moonlight, the shadows, everything in the forest had stayed the same, and then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. okay. So I go to the villagers, mm -hmm. and lady there with a tiefling rogue is there with a right. Okay, okay, I bought some time. Uh, For what? The painted, the painted men will not leave the forest. Okay, and the masked men will not leave their walls. Okay. Do you know how any of this started, or has it always just sort of been this way? I mean, it's always been this way. There was another time, and she kind of gestures up towards this, you know, grand structure that kind of sits between and says, "There was another time, but none of us remember." No one remembers? No one here. No one living. There, there, okay. there was a time when neither were here and our people lived in, you know, comfort and contentment. We weren't we weren't rich. We weren't poor. We weren't hungry, but we weren't, you know, you know, feasting. We lived in quiet, simple contentment and, you know. There was more, but none of us here remember it. All right. Um, I've got to go back and talk to the masked men and see if I can close this deal. The painted men have agreed that if the masked men stay behind their walls, then the painted men will stay in the forest. And the lands in between should be safe then. But I've just got to go and try and convince the masked men to do that. Okay. Um, would you come with me? 
and like and there you know and she kind of looks back at all the you know villagers and stuff and you know she goes um yeah that perhaps if you if you think it'll help i'm i'm trying to convince the masked men of the the harm that they are causing the people that aren't their enemy and i thought somebody who's actually lived through it might carry more weight with them because they don't they don't have any interest in in you or your people but i don't think they realize that the harm the harm that they're causing okay i i, I will go with you I, I i trust you weird you fell from the sky okay. hours ago and but i trust you somehow okay um we are heading to the masked men sure um, and as you guys are kind of walking along, um, the woman looks down at you and says, you know, you're not doing half bad. Yeah, I thought so. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to figure um, this out. <laughs> yeah, there's, it, it might be longer to unravel entirely, but I should be able to at least get some peace going, right? That'd be a good, good start. These guys yeah. are insane, by the way, both sides. I don't know how you managed it. But yeah, get this fixed up, please. And then all of a sudden, just the face kind of, you know, settles back down and you the worried, you know, fearful <laughs> villager, um, you know, and she's taking the she's taking hold of holding the torch because she's taller than you. Yep. Sure. All right. Um, so we go see the commander. Yep. And, you know, as you get a little bit closer, you know, you hear Stephen Klein's, you know, voice call parlay. Parlay. And uh, walk up to see him. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a proposal to make. And you know, um, he, he, he kind of yeah, exactly. He actually goes, "Who's getting married? Or am I marrying her?" Not that kind of proposal. Oh, very well. <laughs> that just the okay. So the magnitude of the rigid thinking is just blowing my mind. Okay, um, the the painted men mm -hmm. have agreed to stay within their forest. Mm -hmm. if you agree to stay behind your walls now just let that think for a minute mm -hmm. and I turn to my friend the villager and I say will you tell him how you met me you fell from the sky and splashed into our pond and, and I look at the commander goes <laughs> you did what why didn't you say that? I didn't believe that you would believe me. I mean, why would you lie about something like that? That seems absolutely ridiculous to say that you did, unless you actually did. I didn't lie about it, and she's not lying either. I brought a witness so that you could trust my words. No, but that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't I trust you? Who would lie about falling from the sky into a pond? That's ridiculous. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how long, how well we were going to get along. I think we get along pretty well, right? And like, there's a chorus of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's your orders from on high. That you will stay behind these walls and not venture forth. If you do that, the painted men will stay in their forest and they will trouble you no longer. But we don't give up the territory we've conquered. That's ours. You have your territory and they have theirs. They will stay in the forest and you will stay behind your walls. And the villagers will be left in peace. 
I don't know if you know this, but there's people living between you and the forest. Sure, those painted uh, painted men lovers. No, they're they're not painted men lovers. They're just people. But then why aren't they joining us? Because that's not their way. They just want to make a life and live in peace, have families. And like, there's a Um, big like murmur from, oh, families. Yeah, we remember those. And that's all that they want is just to have a simple life and exist without troubling anyone. Some of them may like to spend time with you. Some of them may like to spend time in the forest. But there's still people that just want to live a life. So if you stay behind your walls, the painted men will stay in their forest. And then these poor people who have done nothing wrong to either side can live in peace. The commander kind of looks back and forth, says, You all heard your orders? Spread them. We don't cross the wall. And, you know, ruckus and, yeah, rabble, rabble, rabble. Some horns are blown and, you know, new banners get, you know, waving around you. You see every, you know, horns, semaphore, you swear you hear Morse code. Like, you know, there's just absolute, you know, bevy of, communication being sent back and around now and i have one more order for you mm-hmm. you're not going to take any more orders from birds oh who should we take orders from then? how about if i come and get or you know what her me or her does that and i look at at my daemon and say how does that sound to you and she goes um yeah i sure i don't have any reason to give them any orders but you know if it does come up i guess i could sure so there's only one last thing we need to do we need to meet in the middle you and the leader of the painted men and that way you both know that you've agreed to this you can see he's struggling he goes but that means they have to leave the force and i have to leave the walls Right. Well, this one time with me. Okay. Well, I guess you're giving the orders. Okay. Uh, okay. And like and everyone you, else stays here. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Uh, you watch as he like pulls the helmet off and he starts undoing his armor and stuff like that. And so he's down to just like this tunic and he's got like a small little short sword. You know, he's disarmed himself. He says, "Very well. I'm ready to meet the enemy." Okay. And uh, then we go to the midpoint and I leave my daemon with him. Sure. Go to the forest and talk to the centaur. Yep. And do the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, she she comes out divesting herself. Small dagger's okay, but no other weapons is good. And we come back and everybody shakes hands. You got to leave the lance behind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she comes out and, you know, is towering over Stephen Klein. Stephen Klein is kind of looking up going, yeah, that probably would have been a problem to fight. (laughs) Now... We both agree the painted men will stay in the forest and the masked men will stay behind their walls. But I would propose this, and you are free to just choose for your sides or not, that if a painted man or if a masked man leaves the walls without armor or weapons, that he would be free to walk into the forest and join the revelry. Like Stephen Klein is like aghast <laughs> at the very idea, but he goes... Uh, very well. It Should it ever happen? Very well. Sure. And yeah. And for the painted men, 
if some of you just want to see what's happening behind the walls, you can leave your armor and weapons and leave the forest and you would be welcomed behind the walls. I don't understand. Do they have parties over there? They might. <laughs> Stephen Klein is over here. We do not have parties. Well, but listen, I know soldiers and I do know that soldiers like to relax every now and then. So maybe you could help them have a party. And, and like they're they're eyeing each other up and it's it's anime as hell like you know uh but you know eventually Stephen klein kind of puts his hand out you know the the uh amazon uh centaurus you know reaches hand down they shake and says very well and then kind of look at you what next that's it you go back to your forest and you go back to your walls and these people get to live in peace Seemed easy enough. Uh, and the centaurs kind of turns and, you know, Klein is, you know, kind of, the commander is kind of looking and that's it okay. though. No, no more conquests, no more fighting, no more, you just sit around and practice. And you sit around and guard the territory you've already claimed. Well, that's true. Yeah. Who knows who else might show up? Exactly. And, you know, he, <laughs> and you, you hear him like, uh, Wandering, you know, as he wanders back, you know, here and talking about drills to run and practices and skirmishing and, you know, uh, yeah. And then your your Damon kind of looks at you and says, cool, you think that helped? I hope so. Because I got a lot of stuff to sort out, but so this might take a little while. <laughs> but I think it's a good first step, don't you? I do. I mean, you've got... You've got a lot to work with here in the middle, right? And you've got the potential to build something. But you got to be in the middle. And it's okay to, you know, party in the forest occasionally. And it's okay to need to set up tents and go skirmish. The problem I'm having is that it seems like I've only got extremes. Yeah, you got to build I, the middle because, I mean, this, and she kind of motions back to the ramshackle remains of a village. She says, We're, we need some help here. Send us some building materials, some to work on. Something in the middle. I got to try and find a way to to resolve those extremes. I mean, you don't have to get rid of them. No. How do I reconcile my, and I'm asking for help here. How do I reconcile my belief that power is dangerous and it should only go to the worthy against my desire to have every sleeper awaken and see the world for the beauty that it is? Well, I mean, I can only tell you what you think, but I mean, it's okay to give people power tentatively. It's okay to, you know, trust people provisionally, you know, give them a little bit. If they've earned that, give them a little more, a little more until you feel comfortable trusting them. And if they do something completely untoward. That's um, actually a good point. And helps me think of something else that I've been wrestling with a little bit. And she kind Let's of table this. Good. Let's table this for now, because I also have some work to do while I'm here. We need to get rid of 
everything Mammon and Todd Larson. She, she's come on. and she, you know, leads you back over to the the village, and she kind of motions at the various fires that are burning around, and you mm-hmm. can look in and see, you know, pieces of you know furniture and stuff like that, but you recognize, you know, symbols, lots of eyes and stuff like that that are already burning. She's like, yep. Working on it. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to have to come back and mm-hmm. do more. Yeah. There's a lot left to do. There's a lot left but, to do. And uh, hey, you know, offload some of it. I what? Yeah, if you've got problems, talk about them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things got a whole lot better when you started communicating, right? Come on, you got yes. all the other metaphors. You missed that one? Yeah, what? yeah. It's the tough one, I know. It's a tough one. And hey, okay. you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go to the Guardians. You don't have to go to Shodell. You know, you can just talk to Songbird and Atratus. I mean, heck, go grab that Gabe and just go chat his ear off. That seems pretty safe, actually. And nobody's torturing the dead guy. I'm just saying. This is true. This is true. Okay. Thank you. Thank me. It's all you. Well, it's us. Sure. Okay. I'll take credit. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Can I have a hug? I like her. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she pulls in and like you have a moment where you, you know, like grab hold and it's like, oh, this is, this is warm and fuzzy. This is, you know, me bonding with myself and being okay with myself, at least a little bit. Okay. And uh, then I'm going to say goodbye and head Wake up. up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Wake up. Launched as, out of a catapult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah the sets and the sun kind of rises and you've got, you know, this great panoramic Lord of the Rings shot of, you know, the sun kind of shining down on the forest and glistening, you know, pikemen and soldiers, you know, looking you know, resplendent on their walls. And yeah. And uh, my last view before I leave is that big freaking castle. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Yep. Okay. We should probably put a link to that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I got to figure out who made it so I can give credit and then yes. But all right. And then and that's it. I'm Beard up. wakes up. Hey, Songbird, Atratus, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. Yeah. So uh, now this is Monday morning. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Songbird is basically hitting the gym and doing that stuff. Pretty um, much all day, every day. Okay. Uh, all day, you said? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Atratus, anything that you're basically up to? Um, I'm going to call up Gabe. Like so, we've been requested. So I need to cast my speak with the dead. Can I just say? Yeah, works? like you said, it's in your yeah. domain. You don't have to deal with reach. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we need to try to fix up what Mammon fucked up at the Mysterium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard some of that. Which, by the way, that's really fun. Hanging out. Relaxing, hanging out near Max and Uncle. Right. Hanging near my anchor, and then suddenly you are gone. 
we need to talk to this he's a kid. No, wait, Shodel. We need to talk to this Shodel. Not cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's fine. I, I heard some of the phone calls, so yes, yeah. you can use me for my phenomenal lifting prowess. <laughs> yeah, you have some, uh, the Athenium's full of ghosts. You have plenty of people you want to chat with, like you did at the um, party. These are like, they have jobs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Ghosts and spirits. Nerd ghosts. And Nerds. You don't have room to talk. I'm just a ghost. Listen. Mr. Going for a PhD in chemical engineering. Hey, hey, that was Gabe, not me. Whatever. Okay, oh. do you need to give you a chem book and make you do the homework because you can? I mean, I could, but I don't want to. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, we have sucks. work to do. So yep. let's go. Yep. And so you guys head out to the Athenaeum. Uh, it is a, you know, there's just to zoom through some of it there's a new pin and stuff like that she takes the old one and drops it into a like a barrel and there's big labels on incinerator like you know that's where that you know pile of bin or pile of pins is headed uh but yeah downstairs um you know there is a you know flurry of activity you see a lot of folks you haven't seen before um and just based on their attire and stuff like that a lot of them look like they're possibly like sleepwalkers um you do see a lot of the mages that you recognize but it looks like um like a straight up hey we're going to work kind of you know situation and there's piles and piles of books everywhere uh you recognize there's legitimately a couple like um mages who are like guarding like piles of what looks like textbooks like there's like four of them standing in a ring around like four books they're all stacked up neat and nice on the floor and they are like watching like nobody's allowed to get near these books you know and different stuff like that and elsewhere there's you know some relics and stuff like that so you've got a lot of these um shoot sensors no can't remember. But yeah, some of the guys who are in charge of this is forbidden knowledge or dangerous knowledge needs to be, you know, kept apart, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of stuff. And then you've got lots of other folks. And yeah, like you mentioned, you know, as you come down, there are definitely some folks who look, you know, similar to Gabe in the fact that they are, you know, they're ghostly and stuff like that, yeah. who are literally carrying stuff around and they're chit chatting and talking. And, you know, you definitely have a um, actually, just your peripheral mage site definitely goes off that there is like mm -hmm. a like huge wide speak with dead, speak with Goetia, speak with spirits kind of spell just layered over everything. And like it's and so very can weird. I see the spirits in Goetia now? Yeah. So Neat. like, yeah, there there are definitely like there's a lot of folks who look human, you know, uh, but then you watch as literally some guy, you know, some like spirit that looks, you know, very um like it looks like a bunch of pages kind of wrapped together in kind of like a twisting humanoid tornado kind of shape that's moving along and like they're actually talking to each other and they're like this is the greatest time like we all work here but we never get a chance to talk um kind of stuff a lot of most of the spirits are going like whatever they're doing spirit things but mm -hmm. the goetia and the ghosts just definitely having a great time. To, oh yeah uh because there there is literally like the epitome of like the schoolyard nerd like broken glasses you know pimply face. protector huh 
pocket protector. Oh yeah, legitimate. And like, and he is like standing in the middle, like directing, like he is in his <laughs> zone. And like, yeah, um, and various Goatian stuff like that, who are just like you know uh, academics and stuff like that. You see, um, literally Albert Einstein standing here talking with a couple others, as you know the go you know the platonic goetia ideal of albert einstein who's, yeah. you know hanging out calling stuff out and you know redirecting you know uh yeah a lot of would lot you of say that him that he's trying to accomplish a manhattan project right good i okay. hadn't planned that well, but yeah um uh, but yeah okay. uh if there uh, otherwise you know you're welcome to get in there and start moving stuff. I don't know if there was something that you were specifically looking to do. I mean, I was looking to do whatever they need me to do because I'm trying to be helpful and I feel like I need to make up for this because it wasn't my fault, but he was like my... He was in the cabal, yeah. He was in my cabal. Um, But I am just going to take advantage to be sort of awed by all of this because I have never seen most of these things. Mm. Yeah, spirits in in Goetia definitely not in your purview so yeah but yeah uh for the most part it's um like there, there's a couple minutes of wow this is really cool and then um someone gives me a job yeah yeah uh the like, like i said the the epitome of the schoolyard nerd you know starts you know it's like hey you're not carrying anything come here and <laughs> starts redirecting stuff but yeah okay and that's that's definitely a couple hours um in the morning and before everything's kind of done up and um as things are kind of settling down though um uh oceans kind of like calls everybody together and legitimately like pizza is being brought in like from upstairs like they're being set out on like st- the tables that you guys have studied on and she kind of comes out she's like all right thank you everybody i think we're fairly cleaned up here um the uh the hierarch and the hierophant both appreciate you all coming in. Enjoy some pizza, drinks, whatever. Um, Goetia, spirits, ghosts, you guys are relieved. If there's any spell duration left keeping you here, go enjoy it. Please don't cause any trouble. Um, you hear Gabe, who's like been buried under books, goes, woohoo! He's <laughs> gone. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, but... Um, this is this is you know a reminder. This is a danger for us. You know, Sears did get into our caucus. Um, they were in the concilium. Um, hope again. Please keep an eye out for somebody uh, that is matching Mammon's uh, description and like looks at you. Uh, spots. Um, Atreides, do you happen to know what his signature nimbus uh, looks like? I don't remember if I ever in character found out. And I'm trying to remember because I remember, did you have Mage side up when you first went to the Even Dark? Yes, you did because you saw Sylvia tinged with Joseph. Weird and I were looking at the gate and yeah, I looked at Sylvia. Okay, cool. So yeah, because when he cast command down there, you would have felt it, which is, you know, tugging up pockets and stuff in the And the smell of money. Yep. Um, so yeah. So you relay that, relay that, and she, you know, lets everybody know that and it's like he may have changed his face, he may have changed his name, but that signature Nimbus is gonna stick with him unless he does some major drastic 
stuff. So anything that sounds like that, looks like that, report it to the Guardians um, or, you know, an adamantine arrow. Um, that way they can investigate it. Do not do anything yourselves. That's not our job. Uh, that is what we give them knowledge for so they can go be bruisers uh and like she you can definitely like she's she's not in a happy yeah. not a happy mood right now um but yeah basically gives you know standing marching orders for keeping an eye out who, for somebody who looks like todd acts like todd or anything like that oh, do um, they know graves nimbus um you can tell them yeah, yeah you can tell I'm them that's yeah. the seer that recruited them yep. it's like so hands pressing on a pushing. balloon yeah, the, that basically restricted pushing, pressing. Um, and uh, so she's like, yeah, so keep an eye out for them. Uh, we will write those names and and uh, Nimbai, Nimbuses, down. Um, she does the right word, I don't. Um, and uh, yeah, all right, well, thank you, everybody. Y'all are done as far as I can see. Uh, and she kind of pulls out a chair and sits down and like just she looks haggard hair is you know normally she looks you know pretty well together and you know that professor look hasn't slept hair's kind of a mess it's all up in like a really hasty bun or ponytail or something like that um and then like as she's sitting down she like catches eyes with you and goes <laughs> yeah um, sorry it's all right are you doing okay I'm all right. Um, like we weren't close, so that's okay. I'm more upset about that it's done all of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a thing. Uh, we've done it before. We'll do it again. Um, it's more scary the fact that he was. They were after him, and we didn't know about it beforehand. Um. Yeah. So, um, if if you do see him again. He's not necessarily a bad, evil guy. He's very easily been led astray. He made a stupid like decision. That. Very well, yeah. But he's no longer welcome back in the Mysterium. Like, we have no idea. They could have put any number of things into his head. They could have messed with him. They could have been spying on him, seeing through his eyes. Who knows? If yeah. you see him, don't engage. Contact Just report. Uh, weird or songbird. And let them handle it. Um, you know, they they will probably have, you know, words of their own and orders to, to handle and how to deal with them. But you know, <laughs> Chris says, <"Yeet> into space. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, take some time for yourself. Relax. This is probably a pretty traumatic thing, even if you didn't know him very well. That is definitely a kind of betrayal of trust. Um I'm yeah. hoping that he sees through a bunch of lies. I mean, technically they can tell him a lot of truth too, uh, but he needs to see past that. So, These guys said they had access to everything. Is that true? I mean, potentially. Uh, some of the Panopticon are connected to literally everything so there's like, literally nothing you can do if they like want to find you yeah uh keeping your sympathetic name hidden helps um stuff like that but don't worry that's literally the prelates 
Like those are the people who have literally given over portions of their souls to the Exarchs. They're not everywhere, much as they'd like us to think that they all call down power from on high or some shit like that. Uh, I mean, this guy's like... We've seen him do most magic. Yeah, but I mean, there's a big difference between being a learned caster and mage and somebody who's actually capable of calling on the Exarchs. Um, The Exarchs are picky. And while, you know, all the seers, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, most of the seers at the bottom rung, they're they're given all sorts of spoils of war and all the luxuries they could ever want. And then they're called up to do some terrible, nasty things occasionally. And they they're happy with that. They just want to sit back, relax, enjoy the good life um, and, you know, use their uh, use their magic to their own ends. And then occasionally they're called up to do something terrible or even something just bizarre. And, you know, as long as it what they're doing doesn't go against their particular pylon or ministry or tetrarchy or whatever, then they can just sit back and enjoy the good life um, and, you know, enjoy the lap of luxury. And, you know, but most of them are blind to you know the mysteries they never dig into anything they just sit back happy and they don't grow you know they they hit a plateau where they're like oh i'm happy and then that's it but you know the pentacle we want more you know the silver ladder and guardians and uh they really want more but i mean you know mysterium we're after mysteries we're after you know learning and developing ourselves and learning more things and collecting um and this year's collect stuff because they're greedy and they want to have things but they don't necessarily learn things they're not supposed to seems boring yep yeah back in my heyday they they tried to get me a couple times <laughs> but no it's not worth giving up all this look at all this stuff i could literally spend all day in here and learn something new no, today was, I mean, a lot of work, but also kind of amazing. Yeah, it is kind of interesting watching the entire, well, not caucus, but all of us show up together and work. And yeah, it just brings a tear to your eye. It is bad. Well, how are you doing? Like, are they done crying? Oh, no, they'll probably be at that for a week or so, but. Uh, I mean, I'm used to it. My wife is used to weird intrusions and weird people coming and walking around our house and chanting weird things. Uh, That's an odd thing to get used to. Yeah, she fortunately just believes me when I say it's government work. Okay. Yep. It's, it's a thing. (laughs) I, I I hope one day she awakens because then this is be so much easier. So easier. But until then, yeah, she just she just believes me when I say they're checking our house out for bugs from the Russian government. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, I don't know how much she really believes, but yeah, she she's used to it. She's okay. We we're staying in a hotel and we're a, a staycation for us basically. 
It sucks, but it's fine. The Mysterium pays for it. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll head on home if we're done here. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he's uh, mentioned that you have aligned on something, so um, go find yeah. that, bring that back, and we'll have a happy little celebration. And yeah, uh, we can't keep it. It's not a thing. It belongs yeah, to Eros. I heard. We'll make a copy. But, we're yeah. definitely making a copy. I'm, he's a good it for a week. Was the rule? Okay. Whole week. Mm-hmm. Whole That's week. what he said. It's a week. Thought it was a day. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, that'll be good. And then, then the hierarch will be super happy that he put you all together, even if Mammon ended up being a lemon. Did you tell us anything about the um, folks in Philadelphia? We know that they're free council. One of them is Benjamin Franklin. Oh, good lord. Yeah, yeah. The um, Founding Fathers, I don't have much interaction with them. Um, the Mysteri- uh, the um, the Athenaeum in, uh, in Philadelphia is um, heavy on... Uh, really, really esoteric mortal lore. Um... So a lot of the immortal magician practitioners, uh, these hunters um, and stuff like that, they collect that kind of stuff. And some of that leads to Supernal. A lot of it is just stuff we really don't need sleepers messing with. Um, You know, the actual Necronomicon, wherever Mm -hmm. that's gone off to, they would love to have that. Uh, You know, things that let mortal people summon the dead. Yeah. Uh, that's their kind of bag. So um, I don't know how much that will help uh, in your search, but I feel like their Athenaeum would not be keeping that codex. It doesn't feel yeah. like their kind of thing. So, uh, but you can definitely check with them um, and I'll let them know that you're coming and that you might have questions. If nothing else, you'll have a place to crash. Mm-hmm. You at least appreciate the board and uh, the room and board <laughs> yeah. that we provide. Yep. All right. Well, thank you. Yep. Um, I'll, I guess, Gabe will find me later. Yeah, go do that. Bye, darling. Yep. <laughs> and she we'll gets up head and, on home. Yep. Oh, cool. Um, boom, boom, boom. Cool. So weird. You wake up probably in the morning, you know, between waking, coming out of your you know, meditation and probably just zonking back out for the night. Um, So we, here we are Monday afternoon morning, if weird, uh, depending on weird wakes up. Anything else you guys have planned? That was about all I had. Uh, I want to call Steven. (laughs) Okay. Um, And yeah, so you get to roll some lucky number. Um, I'm trying to think is there any downside to this? Yeah, I mean, you can decide to roll it or you can just because uh, that's a one dot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to stress about it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, you uh, phone picks up. Uh, Mason residence. Oh, it's, hmm? it's a two dot. Oh. It's a two dot. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and roll that just in case. Sure. Um, fate and gnosis. Mm-hmm. 
Let me do the spell template. Uh, reach isn't an issue, right? Nope. Um, Where is it? Three. Two dots. I don't need any potency. Nope. Or duration. Or scale. Nope. Um, this is right up my shtick, so using Weird the Seer, Shadow Name, yep. plus Cabal. So four from there, and then um, one and one, so six mm -hmm. for tools. Yep. Yeah, throw 12 dice at that thing. Sure. Yes. Um, Natural Brass going to go to five, though, right? Oh, yeah, it would be just five. Um, that's fine. Okay. Oh, is it five? Right, because Yantra bonus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, right, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but okay. yeah, that's it. But the last one was a two. We'll just cut that off. It's fine. Yep. Two success. <laughs> sure, storyteller. Yeah, abs no. Uh, yeah, no, that is fine. Uh, sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Phone, phone picks up Mason Residence. Hi, Steven there, please. Um, yeah, hang on. Steven? And then, you know, shuffle, shuffle sound. Hello? Hi. How you doing, Stephen? Really weirded out, but I'm okay. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever done any acting? In high school? In, like, junior high? What, what <laughs> plays were you in when you were acting? Um, like, I played a uh, oh my gosh! This is uh, I played Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet. It's gotta be a Midsummer Night's Dream. Awesome. <laughs> um, you're gonna need to get your hands on a copy of the complete works of Shakespeare. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, start getting into that style of speech. Do some practicing, and I'll be in touch. Okay. <laughs> you just hang up. And I hang up. <laughs> sure. I had no idea where he was. <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. He could have been walking down the street and somebody handed him a phone. Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Using a labyrinth. Yep. Well, wonderful. Don't don't call it that. <laughs> it's a little L. Yeah, lowercase yeah. L. A little lowercase l labyrinth. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, that's all I had for today. Mm -hmm. um, so, I guess I'm going to try and round everybody up at some point and talk about how we're going to get to Philly. Sure. Well, you remember, you got to wait till after Friday. Mm -hmm. but, yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's Monday, Tuesday. Um, uh, unless we're anybody's got. Hmm? Um, just saying that at the end of Monday and if we're wrapping up Tuesday, I'm doing my passes with the yep. thing. Yeah, yeah, songbird. Uh, so it should be done now if I did it Sunday, Monday, a, Tuesday. Make a present for after oh, my yeah. fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that's done. true. Yeah, yeah. You don't get it unless you win the fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, cool. Yeah, so we will we'll fast forward to Friday, um, potentially. Um, so you guys think if there's anything that you guys can backfill do. some things if we need to. Right. Um, do you um do you want any help for that? No. Fight? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking just, not. 
Just wanted to check. Not here for <laughs> you <know>. cheating. <laughs> yeah, I was just say we've already had the the stealing talk. This is very clearly the. Uh, but yeah, okay, so good stuff. I didn't I didn't think the answer would be yes, but I wanted to make the offer in case. <laughs> I you know, appreciate it. Weird. Uh, I'm here to support you, however you need it. I, I appreciate sure. that this is probably via like the group text. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you need me help? Yep. So, all right. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, next week we will pick up with um, them on Friday. Um, we probably won't actually watch Songbird roll a bunch of dice for the fight. It'll be more narrative. Um, uh, Songbird is a good fighter, uh, and you better believe that Ethan found a match that Songbird is not going to have a problem with. Um, not a complete smash, but, you know, something worth watching. But um, so, yeah, with that, guys, uh, that is the end of episode 39. Good Lord, 39. Yes. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem like it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, come join us on Discord. Uh, link is down in the show notes in uh, and YouTube. and dis Yeah, and I think it's actually... I need to work on that for Twitch. I, I will get something figured out here in a minute. Um, most of you guys know who it is. You can find links all over the place. Actually, hang on. Nope, never mind. That's not the link. Uh, and then, of course, YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you guys think. Um, very specifically, um, at this point, the big question is, what's in Philly? Uh, so if you guys have an idea, comments, Discord, come hang out. And then, of course, if you want to support us monetarily, come by Patreon, patreon.com slash occultistanonymous. We love you guys. You're the best. Thank you for making us feel like rock stars. And stay lucky. Bye.